We've got a code. Use code VOLLEYPOD for 20% off almost anything on the Art of Coaching Volleyball website, including premium memberships, coaching resources, and nearly all books. That's VOLLEYPOD, V-O-L-L-E-Y-P-O-D. Use it to save anytime you're on the site. Are you ready to take your team's volleyball game to the next level? On the VolleyPod, we talk to top coaches who share their secrets for success on the court. From drills to build skills to strategy for boosting confidence, you won't want to miss this valuable advice. Tune in now and elevate your team's game today. Good evening and welcome to the VolleyPod. How are you today, Todd? Davis, exciting night tonight in our studio. We have a special guest, and it doesn't get any better than that. Yes, I I know who it is. Will you tell our guests? We're thrilled to have this person. Okay, well, uh, the cool introduction is Dave Rubio is a buddy of mine, surf buddy, comes out here, we go surfing, (laughs) and now he's a retired guy, so we can get in the water a little more. But the, the cool thing with Dave, and for those of you that don't know Dave Rubio, he is a longtime coach at the University of Arizona, took them to Final Fours, coached in the Pac-12 for some 20-plus years, uh, very well respected. But the cool thing about Dave now in his pseudo-retirement is he is running a kids program in Tucson okay as well as coaching for athletes unlimited the pro league that's where i saw him most recently yeah Yeah, so he's coaching like the best players in the country and then beginners so for the volleypod it is a match made in heaven dave welcome and thanks for joining us uh it's an honor to be here and uh, i'm looking forward to our conversation good stuff good stuff uh tell us a little bit about your youth program what are you doing in tucson and where did how did you kind of start that and what was the what was behind that because a lot of you know division one coaches who retire don't jump into coaching kids volleyball but uh you're a volley nerd so that's what we like (laughs) you know i started my coaching career coaching you know high school and club and and i've always been kind of a high school coach, junior high teacher, and, uh, you know, club coach at heart. And I was fortunate enough to be at U of A for 31 years and, and had a nice run there. And I always knew that I would want to go back into the youth volleyball community in Tucson and always felt there was a big need for uh, kind of a middle school program. We have middle school programs in Tucson, uh, but, you know, the instruction, um, is not at the level where we'd like it to be. And, you know, it's kind of normal probably everywhere. And uh, so I thought that there was going to be an opportunity for me to start a youth league. And uh, it's really been terrific. It's been fantastic for me. I've really enjoyed it. And I've had a lot of fun with it and hopefully making an impact in, in our community. That's, uh, that's awesome. The, the and kids. you're you're training some parents to help you out coaching. Is that right? That's cool. That's correct. That's correct. It's so kind of the soccer of soccer is, model. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, you know, part of my goal is to try to get the parents and educate them as much as possible. So we got about 15 parents out there helping as well, and uh, and, and I think they really enjoy it. It's it, it, enjoy it too. 
Unbelievable. Good stuff. All right. Well, we're going to throw you right into the hot seat and we're going to start. We start the uh, the pod with uh, a skill, a volleyball skill, either a player skill or coaching skill. What do you have for us tonight? Well, I, you know, it's been an interesting, uh, you know, you and I have had several conversations about how to just kind of deal with this age and teach them in the easiest way to learn uh, in this age group. And so, so passing has been kind of my big thing with these guys. Is, is, pa- is passing but, important? Uh, I, I think so. <laughs> you know, that first contact skill and, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, the thing about this age is everything is brand new to these guys, you know, and they don't have any frame of reference to to, um, to draw from. So, you know, you're really working with a blank sheet. Uh, and, and so, you know, we really work to, to try to get a good, solid platform, you know, with these guys. And so I used to be a hands-apart guy and then bring the arms together. And, uh, and I've completely gone away from that. Uh, and... Uh, kind of with a gold medal square uh, philosophy with with the service team. and I'm not sure I'm not a gold medal guy, and I don't really know what that is. But then I've, I've heard it enough saying that we'll start our arms together, and that's what I do with these guys. That I start with, and we call it differently than we call the underhand passing. I think it's really important to have names attached to skills. Uh, for this age group, and I've got a lot of my information from a good buddy of, of ours, Todd, um, uh, Chris Lamb. Yeah, the and mad so scientist, call, Chris Lamb. Yeah, yeah, they, he, yeah he's, uh, you know, he's so creative. And so we call it table topping. And, and so uh, anytime we have an underhand skill, we call it table topping. And the platform should look like what we call a kitchen table, which is, you know, your arm just straight out and parallel with the floor and then we can also have a coffee table which means we're down on kind of one knee and passing Ooh, and so, i haven't heard so, that so you got the cool. tabletop so, and the coffee table so, yeah so you got so, the kitchen table kitchen and the coffee table, table. And the coffee table nice yeah so and then with in general what covers the encompass the whole thing we call it table topping so we're table topping and and so when we're sort of receiving, anytime we're passing, we show with the arms together. And when they don't, I said, okay, I want to see the kitchen table, you know? And so they immediately have this visual of their arms together and it looks like a kitchen table. You know, it's completely yeah, hey, flat. That, that, langu- yeah. that language is so cool that, you know, getting into, you know, teaching and trying to get into metaphors and language and creating pictures with words and vocabulary that's stuff that we get into a lot so really cool that is very cool yeah. we love it we love it good stuff so that part's been great and and you know we work on that every single day and um you know we talk about heights of how high we want the ball you know how, how high do you want everything. it so I, in the beginning when we're just doing kind of self-passing we wanted at least 15 feet high you know and so five feet above the top of the antenna to give them a visual there as well and and we're always calling mine you know that's the other part teaching them how to communicate that's you know i think davis and i are both communicate communicate guys when it comes to coaching but there's you you've heard of there's some people who are kind of down on that communication going oh players know what to do they don't need to you're wasting a lot of time telling them to communicate but you're still old school like us 
No, I, I, I think even at the level that I'm at right now with the pros here uh, with AU. Ooh, the pros. Uh, wow. And, oh, yeah. And so even for them, you know, it's like, you know, we as a human species have an evolved to be where we can read each other's mind, you know. And so we got to be able to, you know, be very specific about whose ball it is that's in the gray area, right? Getting into human species here now. We're talking. I love it. Talking good stuff. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so I, that's, you know, those are things that if I can just, we have 15 total sessions with these guys. So we go two hours, Tuesdays and Thursdays from four to six. And uh, we're kind of winding down. We have three sessions left uh, with this age group. And if I can get them to have, you know, really solid platforms and they can communicate and say mine and, uh, and I can get them to serve over the net. And, you know, I feel like it's been a success. Cool. Now, when it comes to footwork for passing, uh, I love the platform stuff. And I just had, uh, a guy reached out to me because they, AOC put out my blog, the one on uh, the, the anti-Karch blog. Okay. <laughs> they put that one out. I think somebody <laughs> reaching out to me going, how can you go against Karch Karai? You communist? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm a communist. So are, are you a butt-behind-the-ball guy at the early age, or are you a, uh angle guy, and doesn't matter if you're behind it for those, those I, beginners? I, I don't talk to them at all about footwork. I don't say anything about footwork right now. I mean, if they can get in front of the ball, once they advance to the point where I can, you know, they're got their platform on the ball, then I kind of start to talk to them a little bit. But, you know, for me, if they can turn their shoulders right angle to the net and bump the ball over the net, then, you know, that's kind of what we're looking for. So we do a lot of that stuff. And I got this from Utah, you know, I could, once you're practicing in the summer, my son Dylan and I, and that, you know, the, yeah, it's called the Cougar drill because that's what Chris calls it, the two contact drill, yeah. right? Where you pass and then you hit it over, but we do a two on two Cougar and it really helps the players, you know, pass and then bunk the ball over, which is, you know, just, you know, in the beginning, they're just, that's a success for them. Yeah. And that's, you know, the, protecting the rally you know we're big fans of the rally and not saying oh you got to hit it three times and then they can't hit it three times but saying hey a lot of balls we bumped over let's teach you how to do that right so and the learning by discovery right i love that it's just this not this is what you do it's like do what you can do learn learn from this experience right i love that yeah that's you know we're playing workups you know, almost every day with the, the Cougar drill, the two contact with doubles and, you know, that makes it competitive and they're into it. And it's really uh, a, a, a lot of fun for them. And, they, you know, they're learning without even knowing it, you know, and they're just yes. having a lot of fun with that. So. That's my favorite kind of learning, by the way, <laughs> my personal favorite. <laughs> kind of learning. But, but that's, it's a little different though, Dave, than maybe what you were doing. Were you, you weren't doing this 20 years ago saying, Hey, pass the ball over the net, you know, teaching beginners. Right. We were, I wasn't doing that 20 years ago. No, none of that. You know, I, I, I'm a real, I've really evolved into, you know, and I hate to say it because, you know, it's, it's, it's something that I would probably never say, you know, years ago, but, you know, in the beginning ages, I think in the age group that I'm working with, 
uh, you know, let the ball teach them, you know. So if you can give them the proper fundamental skills of putting the arms together and then teach them a little bit of angle, then let's get them on a real game. You know, let's really play in a live situation, you know, no more real controlled environment stuff, which is what I used to be like. Yep. Uh, I think we're all in that controlled environment club and we've all, uh, working our way there towards the other side. Yeah. Working to get out of it. But even in my high school practice today, I'm going, I think I, this was, I I was trying to control this too much. It's, it's, it's tough to break that habit. I'm I'm an addict. It's it's not easy. Same, same. I'm the same way. Believe me. Cool. What else do you have? Any other uh, passing tips for those kids that you've done? Uh, so we talked about a little bit. You don't do much about footwork, a bunch of that. Now, uh, do you combine that with some overhead stuff too? Because you talk about tabletop. What if the ball comes high? You know, the ball comes, I'm just trying to get them to pass this ball straight up, you know, and so it's not over the net, which is kind of their first inclination to do it. So trying to get this ball to pass, you know, 15 feet high and above. And then uh, what the next drill is I'm really trying to teach them how to pass and turn their back to that and pass it over in their head. Ooh, you know? that's and pretty so, early. So like you're that. doing that pretty early. That's cool. You know, and so that's, a, you know, that in itself is hard for the young kids. And that happens more frequently, you think, you know? Oh, yeah. It's like, so, you know, so a lot of that, those kind of things, you know, partner stuff. And I like partner stuff, but I don't like it a lot. You know, it's like, but yeah. in terms of establishing good fundamentals, you know, with a strong platform, the partner stuff is really good. And, and I try to do that every day with those guys. So my format with the clinic is an hour worth of skill training than an hour worth of competition. All right. I got one more question for you on the passing. And that is, is it, do you ever do any catching? But you say you're not a footwork guy, so then you would never really catch because you're always just hey, plat- get your platform on the ball. So you're not a catching right. guy. You're not a break it down with catching. I I will when we get to sixes, and ah. so when we go six on six, I'll start off. And, and the frustrate, as you guys know, as soon as we put six people on the court, people stop stop moving, <laughs> and everyone just funny just, how just, that works. You know, it just stands and stares, you know, at the ball. So what we try to do in the beginning is, is we, you know, we initiate the ball and then the catcher catches it and people open up and, you know, communicate. And so it becomes real slow in the beginning. But hopefully, you know, as time goes on, we we go, we progress from catching to actually passing, which is what, kind of where we are now. But cool. in the beginning, we were totally catching. That's cool. I got one question on the passing. Can you, with the younger ones, can you kind of tell who's going to be a good passer later on? Or is it still too early? No, you can really, even at the younger ages, you see the players, one, you can see the players who are really attention to detail. So they're very technically focused and they do it exactly the way you want them to do. Uh, And then, you know, they see other players who, aren't as good at that and um, aren't as detail oriented and then you really can see the kids who have better hand-eye coordination and once you have already been introduced to other sports right. especially okay. throwing sports you know and so 
every day we're doing some flowing. I mean, just to try to teach them how to open and close the shoulders and keep their elbow up and so forth and so on. Very cool. Very cool. Interesting. Great stuff. Yeah, oh, sure. golden. Golden. Yeah, I mean, okay. We're going to, we're actually going to move you from the skill to a scenario. And the scenario is always fun because, uh, you know, everybody can second guess that because there are no right, you know, the skills a little right. more black and white where right. you get into scenarios and it's like, oh my gosh, how do we do this? So what do you have for a coaching scenario? Well, I, I'm going to give you some personal experience just with the clinics that I'm running. And, you know, it's, you know, we have a, 70 kids here and we have four courts and I've broken them, broken them down into, you know, eight different teams. And, uh, you know, the lowest level team is really a difficult team. Uh, and they're mostly like 12, 11, 12, 13 year olds who never played volleyball and they're not very athletic. Well, and, you know, uh, and, and so, it's, the funny thing is you mentioned it before. Sometimes it's not even the athleticism. It's the fact that they've never tracked the ball. Yeah. And a lot of these right. kids now, they, you know, in the old days used to go out in the yard and play, you know, in our generation. Uh, that's not the case with a lot of kids and they're not out in the yard and, you know, there are security things going on. We understand mm -hmm. that with parents, but it's, uh, you know, the computer generation and the fact that, you know, that throwing and catching and tracking a ball that we used to think was, oh, that's, everybody does that. Everybody doesn't do it anymore. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> right, right, right. And so uh, you're absolutely right. I mean, I, I tell the parents on that group, I said, go out and play catch with your kid, you know, go on just basic <laughs> stuff, you know, just have them step forward with the correct foot, and, you know, and put, add a little hand-eye coordination with just catching. And, and so, I surround that team with like six coaches, you know, nice. and doing a lot of individual one contact, you know, uh, really basic drill uh, uh, stuff with them. And then try to put them in a situation where we put an advanced one of my coaches uh, who are former players um, will go in and be the actors of center so we can try to have a rally. Yes. You know, and try to be really positive. Ah, so now we're getting uh, into some advanced tactics for how do you manage these kids that really can't play? And so you get the, yeah, you, you get the, the talented setter. You try to get them. Uh, so yeah, keep going. What are your other, other, uh, words of wisdom here with these kids. Cause it's not easy. Wow. Everybody's had camps where you have that, you know, Oh my gosh, what do we do with these kids? Right. Yeah. And the, the, the key for me is trying to make it a, a positive experience for them, you know, regardless of whether they're learning or not, it's going to them walk away feeling like it's a lot of fun. And, and that's really difficult. That's a hard goal to attain sometimes, you know, yeah. uh, but I think, you know, the, 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 the least experienced they are, then the more individual attention they need and the more uh, progression-oriented it needs to be, so basic. And then once we start playing, like I shared with you, I mean, I try to put my best player in there as a setter so they can at least try to pass that hit. And, um, and so hopefully that provides them, you know, a positive experience for them. 
Well, and it, and it's amazing how much the level jumps up when you do that, though. These kids that could really not play volleyball with six on six, you put one setter in there out of the six that can play, and then all of a sudden they're playing volleyball, right? I, yeah. I really see that transformation happen. You know, what's interesting is that, you know, the studies show, right, the recent studies show that the greatest predictor of success is, when, you know, the third group you hang out with, you know, and so that's why all these players want to move up. And it's like, I know that I'm going to learn a lot faster when I play with better players. You know, and that's kind of what we're talking about here is when you put a better setter in there and hopefully they're, you know, you know learn quicker. Yeah, I, along those same lines, I've put both a setter and a middle-middle player. Okay. And then let the the players kind of wave through in the, in the, like, left back, right back, and then left front, right front. Okay. And that's so, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so then you have somebody to keep the rally going in the back row too two stabilizers uh, yeah. so uh right so you have right. uh you know anything to uh kind of worship the rally and can they get the bug you know and can they get you know uh you know get that kid a perfect set and you know the stars line up and we get the eclipse and they get a kill <laughs> and it's like parents are going right. crazy kids right. are going crazy right. it's awesome right. it's super fun. yeah right right I, that's a good one, though, Tom. I, I need to do that with some of the group. That's a, that's a good idea for me. Some of the parents are former players, and they would probably love going in there and playing a little bit. Yeah, yeah. The uh, yeah, trying to find ways to keep rallies going, and then you mentioned it before. The other thing that we're doing is we call it freeze framing. That is starting just the first ball with a catch. And then the kid right. catches it and right. then tosses it to the setter. And then after that, it's live. The problem with that is at that level, they just keep forgetting. They can't, <laughs> sometimes they catch it. They sometimes right. they play the first one, right. they don't. And they yeah. just, so all of a sudden the, the directions become a distraction. And it's like, uh, I, I think I have a great idea. And then it turns <laughs> into, nobody knows what they're doing and it's a chocolate right. mess. So. <laughs> But uh, well, the thing that that we're doing is in the catching is that it helps with the setters being square to the net. You know how the setters will face the passer, yep. and so when they set it, they set it back to the passer instead of setting along the net. You know, so uh, you know it's really working now. We've evolved to where the setter needs to stay with their right shoulder to the net. You know. So I know that uh, that beginning setter in the middle sets that pipe all the time. Yes. Right? That's yeah, the, that's the yeah. first that's set that's that set. Yeah, the it's, middle back, right? It's funny. Now, now it's funny. Coach, yeah. uh, Coach, I got a question now. What about the ball initiation? So, are they initiating off of serve, or how, or different ways of initiating, or what are they doing as far as that? I know that can be a challenge. So right? for the really for the really young kids, so for the team eight were initiating for them, but as that's the only team, then everyone else initiates on their own on a you know bowling ball pass or okay. you know, we do a lot of skinny court playing. Okay. You know, and so double the triples uh, in the beginning and then and they'll initiate on their own. Once we get into into the sixes, we're now serving. And and so I want it's a serve plus two. So it's a serve, and then it's a down ball and a free ball, and then they got to recognize what a down ball and verbally say it, and then say the free ball as well. That's cool. And so I love so it. So that's where, yeah. So that's where, and we have the server stand as close to the net 
as they need to to get the ball over. Yes. And so they're actually serving, passing even to serve. That's what the goal is anyway. Right. That's very cool. Good stuff. I love it. Yeah. All right. uh, all right. Yeah. Well, well, I'm following a lot of your models. Right? All right. Talking, well, know? we yeah. talk about so we talk about that. this stuff, and we just that's a fun thing to to share ideas. Uh, you know, I've been coaching boo boo ball for a couple of years, and when I need blocking help, you always give me. Uh, you know, I can't believe what you're doing with blocking. I'm all, no, my players can't believe it either what I'm doing with blocking. <laughs> All right. Well, that moves us to our videos and I'm going to take over the videos because I hunted down some of uh, your videos, Dave, on AOC. The first one was like 20 minutes on warming up. And I think a lot of coaches are always saying, hey, can we make that time more meaningful in warming up? So when you think of warming up, what are you doing with your kids on? You only have two hours, right? And right. you want to, what kind of warm up are you doing with your kids? So, right now, you know, it's interesting. Yeah, it's kind of evolved from the warm up as well, but right now we don't have any warm up. You know, uh-huh. we go right into serving. Oh, wow. So, the, the first awesome. thing we're doing is, you know, there's, there's no, I mean, I'm trying to take advantage of every minute that we have. And so, you know, we're right, for so the first 20 minutes, we're going right into serving progression. And uh, I think little kids don't need the warm up, you know. It, yes. And the only time I would add a warm up would be maybe to try to enhance their hand eye coordination, which is I think in the warm up video that you have there, I think maybe if there's some of that. Um, but right now, I've kind of evolved away from doing anything like. No, it makes it makes sense. You ago. know, when you have these beginning players and you're trying to teach them to love the game coming out and going through this warm up and doing it right at the beginning when, Hey, they're fired up to play and learn. Um, can you teach them something and have them feel good about learning something rather than going through some program that doesn't give them any, you know, satisfaction of growth, you know yes. I mean? It's, right. right. So, uh, the second right. one was uh, learning passing basics. And we've talked about some of those already. And then the third one, oh, I'll right. have you comment on quickly, is uh, in system, out of system. So when you think of, especially I think this this one focuses on a lot of out of system, where are you now with, um, like even with, with the Athletes Unlimited, when you have a little practice time there, what's your division between in and out of system? Well, I, I think that what I've seen is here at this level and what I do in college, the difference between college and, and where I'm at now is that they want the ball set right on the net when they're out of system, you know, and I still have some questions about that. I'm not quite sure that for, I think for, for the really physically talented players that are here, that are, that's capable, but I think most of the players here would benefit with the ball that we try to set in college, which is kind of the five and five rule, five feet in and five feet off yep. rule, you know, and so, um, I'm a proponent of that for 90% of the players that are even here. There's only maybe one or two players that can handle the tight ball. Uh, so, uh, but know, that's a, that's you know, a men's volleyball thing yeah. with those guys that are so physical. They just go up and do all kinds of stuff around the net and the women's game has right. tried to copy it. And I think when you have the most physical, physical teams do it, it looks, it looks pretty, but, um, you know, my team, 
you know, <laughs> I don't know if we want the ball set right on the net against, you know, four big hands that are, you know, bigger, faster, stronger than us. <laughs> it's just, yeah. just well, not not to mention for the young kids. I mean, that's just an injury. Safety. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a, that's even, yeah, even that's, a better point. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I, so, think, uh, I, I think the last part that we have is a resource and I think uh, we're going to hit you up for a little bit of info on AU, Athletes Unlimited. They have a website, and right. we will have that website in the, uh, in the show notes. But what can you tell us about kind of the AU experience, and what can our audience get from getting on the website? Well, I tell you, it's been extraordinary for me, and the volleyball has been the best volleyball I've ever experience i mean it's just the athletes are extraordinary the volleyball level is a highlight reel in almost every single rally i'm just my jaw dropping on the kind of plays that they're making you know i've played at the highest level for many many years in college and and i'm just kind of blown away every day at what these kids can do and so if they get a chance to see it and we're going to be on ESPN. we're always on espn plus but this sunday where both matches are going to be on ESPNU, and you can find that yes. information right. on the website. Cool. So, so, cool. Uh, so it's great. I mean, I really encourage everyone to, to take a look. And and what Dave hasn't told us is he's undefeated right now. Hey, that's awesome. <laughs> no. he's, he's hitched his star to Morgan Hentz, and uh, <laughs> that's right. So uh, you guys, you guys are undefeated, <laughs> and you're going into what third week? Is that right? Yeah, it's the third week, and. And for all you passers and defenders, watch Morgan Hand. She's the best I've ever been around. Unbelievable. Boy, she's she's she, unbelievable yeah. to watch. That is that is great stuff. We will do that, Dave. Yeah, it has been unbelievable absolutely. having you as a guest. We were excited about it and looking forward to it. And you've exceeded all of our expectations. Thank you so much <laughs> for Thank your you time. So much for Thank you and best of luck uh, with both your uh, youth clinic and with uh, AU. Thanks again. I appreciate it, All guys. Right. It's Thank been you, a Dave. pleasure. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.